I was thinking back to the worst interviews I've ever had, and there were a few different ones, so I didn't want to... Um, it's hard to hone in. There is this one where um, it was like a summer job, I think during college. And I don't know. I always kind of landed these weird summer jobs for some you, reason. You do have some good summer ones. I have some good ones. Yeah. I had the corn detasseling. A lot of people <laughs> in, in this part of the country are like, yeah. what is that? Um, I had flower girl delivery with no maps except for hard, like hard oh, paper maps. Oh man, that was tough. Yeah. Like you had to like open a map. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was hard. Uh, so this one is like, I just remember walking into this room. You've seen this, the show Severance, right? Yes. Oh, oh, we've talked about it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Love. So you know how the halls and the rooms are all just whitewashed yeah. and it's like everything's this, it looks exactly the same, yeah. sterile pictured that that's what this place was like I walked in and it was a long hall and then a room and even the doors didn't have handles really they were the kind of doors that like blended into the wall okay yeah just look all the same and it's also can I just say at that age it's weird maybe I was a little more oblivious than most but I just thought like this is weird now I would be like run we are all gonna be killed it's like I didn't think it was that big of a problem so this very whitewashed room and it was some kind of, I forget the name of the company. I just always think of that lab corp, like one of these companies where the name was so generic, you had no idea what they did. And to this day, I still don't know what that company did. It was, <laughs> I still, I don't even know, but I, you know, saw the posting and went to this interview. So in the white room, I'm sitting, there's like chairs lining the walls, like a small square room. And all of us are sitting in the chairs, like waiting for our turn to interview. Sure. And all I remember is like the guy had a white lab lab coat mm. and he came out of one of those secret doors, mm. said like had a clipboard and said the name of the next person to go in. Mm -hmm. And that person like went in and then you kind of like didn't see them again. Did they remember the part of severance where they had to get punished in that back yep. room? Mm -hmm. That's how it kind of felt. And so you don't feel like you saw them come back out. They probably went out a different door. Right. I don't, it's all. Yeah, because, it, really because you've also built, it's like a built up story in your head that was weird. So now you don't even know what was real, what was reality, right. I'm what probably, your brain yeah, did. And I'm probably way over exaggerating <laughs> it all. <laughs> no, I just remember it was so weird. Like, why didn't you say anything? Why wasn't there a sign on the door? Why didn't you, why was there no conversation? It was just so weird. Mm -hmm. Did you, did you get that job? No, okay. it was some, no. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. You just remember that part of the process. Yeah. The other one I remembered was just, gosh, this guy thought it was actually his strategy as an interviewer. Oh. This was at a very legit big company. It was his strategy to try to scare you, to see you at your worst, like to test your character. Mm. Gosh, really? <laughs> like I know because he said it at the end, but the whole interview is just terrifying. He was trying, like he would ask me a really hard question. I would try to answer it and then he'd say, you're wrong. <laughs> Just like try to kind of, what was your worst interview? Well, it was interesting to reflect back on. I don't really have a, like the whole interview was a, awful. I have a question that when I look back at all the time, I'm like, what a weird question. And boy, did you muck that up? Uh -huh. So it was before I, I do what I do for a living, you know? So I, this woman asked me, I, she asked me a whole bunch of interview questions and then she said, okay, I'm going to set a timer now for three minutes. And I want you to just talk for three minutes. And at three minutes, I will call the timer. That's weird. 
And I remember thinking, now I totally can understand what maybe you might put in there now. I would probably guide someone on, yeah, they're looking for, like, how would I solve, like, talk about the job. I think I just talked about my life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I said anything meaningful at all. And then she just cut me off. Uh And she said, all right, thanks. We'll be in touch. And I did not get the job. So I felt like, well, whatever I did was definitely wrong. And I love thinking from the interviews side of it, because I know, I know this is true sometimes where people, they felt awesome. Oh, they were yeah. like, oh, I <laughs> just got right. her. Like, and it's like, no, you just made her like feel totally weird. Yeah. And now she's going to tell that story on a podcast. Someday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, before we talk about what to do in an interview, like we wanted to answer this question that comes up. What's what's like the number one thing um, to remember with an interview? Yeah. Before I go there, just a quick shout out to one of our members, James, because he he had... A lot of wins. So he actually landed a job that mm-hmm. he was looking to get, but he's also been building a business plan that's like for further down the road. Mm-hmm. And what I love that he did, this happens a lot. It's like he does have a dream and a vision for a business, but it's not the right timing, like financially and just family situation for a lot of reasons. So he kind of had to get a job that's not necessarily a stepping stone, but it's like, that's the right thing for now while he still works on the business plan and even starts to grow it. He already got his first paying client just from talking about it, which is what we we always teach. And so he's got this job that's a good fit. He's kind of building towards the business. And so that feels energizing, but he's also um, like working on more of the life situation he wants. And so it allowed him to actually say no to some jobs that that were going to suck him back into the same Mm -hmm. places he was stuck before Mm -hmm. and, um, and say yes to a job that actually created kind of the schedule, I'll call it that he really wants. So cheers to James, because that was that was really cool. He's now working on honing in his goals and his weekly rhythm. Like, how do I prioritize Mm -hmm. stuff each week? Mm I love it. All right, so we're going to talk about this is a hard one again. <laughs> so, we're similar to that other question where what's the number one thing <laughs> that matters in an interview? Of yeah. course, this one feels very relative to the individual, too. So, but it's a great question. Well, this is more your domain with job, like you've done a ton of coaching around um, the job search process. So, yeah. I'm curious what, like, if you, if you, only had time to give one right. thing, what would you say? Because of course, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, but yeah. what would be your one, your number one thing? Very similar to where I talked about with the resume. People ask me like, is my resume okay? If you haven't heard that podcast, one of the things I mentioned is you can Google a whole bunch of stuff. And what I don't want to tell you is the thing that you can Google <laughs> because you can Google a lot of interview questions in your character category. You can go to Glassdoor. You can find out what that company's interview, whatever. Here's what I would say if someone said go. I would say the best thing that the most important thing you can do in an interview is make sure that you go in with the mindset. It's a mindset thing of how can every answer I say be centered around am I the solution to their problem? Mm -hmm. If you think am I a solution to their problem around everything that is said and you make it not about you, but that the fact that they have this gap that needs to be filled by a person to solve a problem. Yeah. And they're trying to decide, are you that person? Yeah. If you can get that mindset and it will change the way that you answer your questions. Like why is that such a mindset shift? Because I think people don't answer it to that. They just answer it. uh, 
Well, first of all, they spend a lot of time talking about themselves. They'll be like, so why do you want to work here? Well, it's a place I can grow. It's a place I can, you know, uh, a place that sounds like a lot of people really enjoy working there. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've heard that there's great opportunities for advancement. Who, who the? Great. I was yeah. really looking to pay someone <laughs> to kind of grow like, their advancement right. and not really, you know, no. do anything for us. Instead, I want you to answer it around the fact that it is, I am the solution to their problem. So if someone actually actually just said that specifically, can I go with that one? Sure. Why would you want to work? Why do you want to work here? Sometimes they'll say, why are you looking? But let's just say we go with, yeah. why do you want to work here? I'd say, thank you so much for asking. Actually, I've been wanting to be really, I've been looking for a while and been in transition, but I didn't want to just choose anything. It's been really important to me that I look for something that is the right fit for me. And what it is, is I saw that you are looking for someone who can do this and this. And that is exactly what I do. It's like you look <laughs> yeah. for what, what, what are they looking for? And it's not just the company, it's the role. So I kind of tried to focus on like, it wasn't actually just about the company. It was this role. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you just you just popped this um what happened this thing on Instagram into my head I saw and it was like it was like um it was uh so um tell me about the gap this gap on your resume <laughs> and they go well it was the period of time that I was not working and I, I just loved that so much That's so great did I send that to oh, you that is oh, so good my favorite one of the week yeah no I, I agree I think that is. Um, we're joking and I don't mean to be, we're not trying to be mean. It is the natural way a lot of us enter into those conversations to talk about ourselves or to talk, but it's, you're missing the point of what they care about. Yeah. So you seek for the problem. Yeah. And if you don't know it, you you have to ask what the problems are. Like, so what is it a problem? Like, what is it you're trying to solve for? Which, okay, What's, that's a good mm -hmm. one. So as a manager myself, I'm like, even the fact that you asked that tells yeah. me a ton about how great you're going to be because yeah. you're looking, taking initiative yes. to learn what matters, what needs to be solved. Can I help solve that? Yes. I'm like, wow, that is a mindset I want yep. in a team member. So even the question is actually a good signal. Yes. Actually, your joke was actually really spot on too with, yes, I want to pay you thousands of dollars. <laughs> I think if you can even put yourself in the employer's, like imagine yeah, you're the business owner. Totally. What do I want to pay you for? Yeah. I want to pay you for this job that has a gap that needs to be filled to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So let's actually give our listeners an example. Yeah, yeah. We did a little bit in the beginning when I said, why are you looking? So you're okay. going to, right? So, okay. So how about this one? If they asked, you know, typical kind of opener, it's like, so tell me about yourself. Right. I think the funny thing about that one is, is you're, you're still going to tell them about yourself, but you know, some people will be like, well, I'm from Oklahoma and you know, I've got, I was born and it's, yeah, it's like a and little they, too much. So I say, actually what they mean is tell me about yourself relative to the position that's open. So I'm going to call out skill sets about myself obviously around ones that you're looking for. I'm not going to say, you know what? I'm this amazing public speaker and podcaster <laughs> if the role has nothing to do with public speaking and podcasting. Right. So I tailor my tell me about yourself relative to what the what the problem is. Does okay. that make sense? So play it out like, you know, if you weren't working here and I was interviewing you for Greenhouse. So I'm like, you're a coach oh, okay. and you know a little bit about Greenhouse. All right. So tell me about yourself. Uh, I'd say thank you so much for asking. Actually, I fall underneath three categories. I am a career and leadership coach, uh, a speaker and facilitator, as well as a manager of other coaches. 
Because those are the three things that this job description said you were looking for. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay, so that's great. Like pause there because yeah. you just told me what you do, but in a way that that actually relates to why I care. Yes, like it could be like ding, ding, you. ding, ding. She's a manager of other coaches. We need that. Yeah. You know, and so I was looking for the language ahead of time in your job description or through networking around some of the problems that you had. And I put my three buckets around what I know your needs are. Okay, what about... The question that's more like, tell me about a time when you right. saw a problem and you solved it. Okay. So it's hard to give the exact example on that one, but here's what you don't do. You don't give a time when you solved a problem from a story that doesn't relate at all to potentially the place in which you are working. So I'm not going to tell about a time that I problem solved when I was standing on a stage and I didn't have my mic with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I had to call out, what should I do? I'm not my mic, my clicker with me. Uh-huh. And then I didn't know what to do about it. And here's how I problem solved with it, even though there was 300 people in the crowd. That story does not relate to you uh-huh. if the role I'm applying for, again, is about being analytical. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's so I choose the problem solving, tell me about a time when, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be more driven around numbers, analytics. My story is going to be an illustration relative to the role because we all have so many roles in our life, especially if we've jumped around. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, can you maybe spin it in a couple other ways too? Like Mm -hmm. a couple other scenarios. Okay. So I already told you how I would tell you about myself if I was applying for a coaching and leader manager role at Uh Capital. I'm sorry. You're not at Capital One, are you? At Greenhouse, I gave that example. Let's just say I was going to apply for a job for a company called like Insights Discovery, where they're looking for someone to deliver, speak, and unpack personality assessments. I'm going to say, thank you so much for asking. Actually, I'm a speaker facilitator. I'm a certified instructor in Insights Discovery in Myers-Briggs. Got it. And um, let's see, I would have to think about my third one relative. Do you get what I'm saying? Actually, the reason my face that I'm thinking right now is because I'm like, oh, yeah, because your type of role, which you're giving examples for, is something that naturally solves a need. But a lot of people are in generalist roles where they don't, there's not a clear skill set. It's mm-hmm. just you're hired to like be part of getting things done. Be part of getting things done. Which right? is I maybe know, even really... why my head went so much to this like solving the problem they have because if you're let's let's use a project manager for okay, example. Sure. I've been that in the past. Mm-hmm. So if I'm just like, yeah, so I'm a project manager and I've done a lot of that and I'm certified as a product manager and I've done a lot of projects where I manage like, you know, big projects with big budgets and fast timelines and I'm good at getting stuff done fast and driving results. It's like, okay, that kind of solves the need they have. Yeah. But I'm not connecting to the actual pain point of why they're hiring someone for that role. And to your point earlier, maybe I need to ask, like, what what are the challenges right now? Like, what are the main things you're trying to solve for? And they're like, actually, mm-hmm. we just had this merger. I'm just making something up. Yeah. We just had this merger. And so all of a sudden, you've got two different cultures coming together, mm-hmm. two totally different, like, sets of people now on a team together who've never worked together before. You've got all kinds of change and uncertainty. People are freaking out because it's mm-hmm. like, well, we're a hybrid world. So we... Haven't even met these people. Okay, if they mention any of those things, now I could kind of attach to that and be like, okay, yeah, that's interesting because some of my experience, like people have always said about me that I'm good at taking groups that are kind of new to each other and there's a lot of uncertainty Mm -hmm. and like somehow 
bringing focus and driving things forward together. Yeah. And then I would even say, and here's an example. And I would have an example. Yeah. And I love that sometimes if someone just asks me, tell me about myself and it feels like, okay, la-di-da, vague project management bucket, I'm going to say, you know, all right. So the three, the main categories that I fall into are project manager. I'm certified in that. I also do process improvement as well as something else, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. What else would there those ones are two roles that I just don't do. So, <laughs> yeah. so let's just say there was a third one or just two and say, but, and I recognize that those can feel really vague. And of course I have specific illustrations around those two things. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I'd go right back to them. I'd say, right. That's then. a good transition. Yeah. Let me ask you, what, what is, what is the specific thing that you're looking for a project manager to come in and solve or fix? And by the way, that is the example of when people always say to me, what do you mean by have a conversation <laughs> yeah. versus I talk I answer, you know, you talk, you answer. See the difference like ding, burp, It's back it's, and forth. But in the middle of it, just be like, actually, that leads me to, I'd like to know more about boom. It's like creating yeah. a conversation versus a... Yeah, that's really good. And the other thing it solves is I'm thinking about like, um, there's also been this mantra that I think has gotten uh, the pendulum swung too far. It's like, no, you're also interviewing the company. They're not just interviewing you. And anytime there's like that edge of like, stick it to you. Yeah. I'm, I red flag for me. I'm like, wait a minute. I feel like you're overcorrecting on something. Tell me more like what you mean there. Okay. So I've heard so many people say this and it's like, yeah, they're not just interviewing you. You're interviewing them. Uh-huh. Okay. True. <laughs> the tone of your voice. Because <laughs> that's how they say it. That's they feel it like yeah. mad. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Just step back and what what's going on there? I think that there's a lot of truth to that. And it's good because you don't just want to come in and feel like bowing down to this company. Oh, please right, accept me. Yes. Because you have value to offer and they need you as well. Yep. And it's a position of strength to negotiate. Mm-hmm. That part is great. Where where it red flags me is like, it's not about this competition where I'm coming in fighting you nope. and who's going to win the battle. <laughs> that's not a good foot to start off on. No one likes that. That's not going to be come across <laughs> um, yeah, inviting in any way, maybe in certain industries where that's what the qualities you're looking for. And so I think what you're calling out is also a good anecdote to that. It's like, um, okay, if you're saying, hey, this is what I do. And also, by the way, like, what are the problems you guys are trying to solve? I'm making it two way. Yes. And I'm also kind of holding a position of like, I wanna, I wanna hear from you as well. Yes, exactly. But not in a that attitude way, grudging yeah. way. That's like, right. what's your beef here? We're just yeah. doing an interview. And I also think to myself, be careful of the timing of that too. Like, first, first I want to win them a little, yeah. and then I want to get a little curious, curious. But after I kind of won them a little, does yeah. that make sense? But I have to tell you that this one client, you're just bringing back a great <laughs> illustration. One of our members. Uh huh really was leaving a financial job in financial services where it sucked the life out of him. He's like, I have to move to a company where I have more work-life balance. I know it's what we hear a lot, but it wasn't happening. And he couldn't see it with anyone else that was happening in his company too. It wasn't even about how he managed himself. It was like life sucking. So he says, I went, I'm going to this interview and I'm on interview number three. And I'm afraid to mention the fact that I would like a company that has a little bit more work-life balance. Yeah, He goes, because I'm afraid they won't hire me. And I said, but can I ask you a question? Do you want to be hired if they are not a company that values? Yeah. And he goes, oh my gosh. It's huge. 
it's okay. Like if that's the reason they don't choose you, then it wasn't yeah. you. That that's where you got to keep your ears open. No, I'm glad Great you brought example. this up because this this happens all the time. I remember doing this myself, where I'd like try. I'd be trying so hard to get something that I didn't actually want right. because you're just in this panic mode of like yeah. I need something. Yeah, and then you step back. Like, Wait, if I did get that, I would be totally unhappy. So what? <laughs> it's a good it's a good gut check. All right. So I think we're just excited. We've been saying a lot, but I did want to keep this episode really focused on like, what's the number one thing? So can you kind of just bring us back home with that? Yeah. So maybe I'm going to end with the first thing I said was be a solution to their problem. Connected to that mindset number two. So maybe it's two things. Uh, I'm so sorry, but this is it. This is it. It's no, actually the one thing is shift your mindset in two categories. Oh, wow. Look at that. (laughs) <laughs> wow, you're special. Okay, the, you can say a second thing. Okay, in the in the in the realm of mindset shift, mm-hmm. so many people go into an interview with this nervous, frantic energy. Pick me! I, I must be picked. I must be picked. And they pick up on it, and they either bomb because they freeze on what they're going to say, or the chemistry is just off, and people are looking for a connection. So the mm-hmm. mindset shift, I really love for people to think is, yeah, prep well. Read all the answers to questions. Think about what you're going to say. But the moment you show up, let it go. Shake the person's hand, if in person or on a camera, lean in and think this to yourself, um, that no matter what the outcome is today, that I, I love myself. I have friends and family that love me and I have breath in my body. And at the end of the day, that's all I can do. And if they don't want me, I'm okay. You just have to be okay with yourself regardless of the outcome, even though you're dying to get a job. Because if you let that go and you get your mindset just present, I think I'm doing the best I can by just being here talking to you today. There will be a release of energy that will just show up better. That's all I say. So for those of you listening who want more information, how Greenhouse can help you is we actually have a Land Your Ideal Job course, which you can find at greenhousecoaching.co. And just like all things about the resume, how to write a brand statement, we have a whole section on interviewing. What are the top interview questions that are asked? I have a module that helps you understand how to best answer the questions that are you know, thrown at you. And, uh, and then if you're even stuck further, you can sign up for a one-off coaching session to work through maybe even a mock interview or just help getting more prepared for your next interview. 